Welcome to Monday, January 22nd edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. So, kind of crazy, sad slash news, it's, it's been 10 years since Heath Ledger passed away as of today. Um, crazy to think it's been so long. Uh, so, just one, I just thought that deserved a mention. I don't know. It, just a, obviously a tremendous actor, but anybody, he passed away at, at age of 28. That's too soon for anyone, even if, whether you're talented or not. Um, and so, yeah, that's just crazy to think it's been that long. Yeah, it's, it is crazy. Yeah. And he was obviously, obviously we're a DC podcast, so he was great as the Joker. We, we know that. Um, he was, I always liked him in other stuff. A Knight's Tale, 10 Things I Hate oh, yeah. About You, um, all the, all that stuff. And of course his Joker is maybe the most memorable performance of any actor in a single film ever. Uh, yeah, just a just such a fantastic thing. So I thought we should at least mention that today. But on to the news, we got this, so there's kind of a weird article from the rap, and it was it's just details on three possible Harley Quinn films that are in development. And I don't know if this article is actually news or if it's just sort of a recap of what we already know because there isn't a ton of new information. The article does make it sound like, uh, you know. The, Margot Robbie and or Warner Brothers will choose from one of these, but it mentioned Suicide Squad 2, Birds of Prey, which we really haven't heard anything about. Uh, it's been, it was about a year ago, we got, there was a report that Christina Hudson was writing a script for it, and that is literally all we've heard. And also Joker versus Harley, and no mention of Gotham City Sirens. So I, th- I don't know, if, there's not really any news to take from this, but I think it's just interesting to talk about. I think there's a really good chance Suicide Squad 2 has happens. It's got Gavin O'Connor and obviously a sequel to a film that made $745 million. But I think I don't think necessarily all the other ones are going to happen. And if they do, it would be for a while. But I think there's a good chance one of them happens to give Harley a chance to, to showcase her talents. Yeah. Uh, Suicide Squad 2 is definitely first in the running, I think, and is the most obvious choice. Um like the article says, there's no way that we're not going to see Harley again sometime soon. She's just way too popular, and like you said, I don't, I don't think there's aren't there are any really new details, um, but it's again just kind of reminding, reminding us that all of these films are not in the works necessarily, but are just possibilities being kicked around, and it just kind of goes to show the demand for Harley is there if there's this many different projects that would involve Harley in some way in the works. It, it also reminded me of, and we didn't talk about this when reports of these films being in development came out, but it almost reminds me of back when Wonder Woman and Aquaman were being developed. And I think like with Wonder Woman, there was reports that six writers were doing their own take on Wonder Woman, developing yeah. their own thing. I think this is something similar where Warner Brothers knows they want more Harley and more Margot Robbie. And I think they just have several projects out there in development, and there's a good chance the best one comes to the forefront. Although I would consider Suicide Squad 2 to be separate from that. I think that we could get another Harley film, but I don't know that we'll get all of them. <laughs> right. Next up in TV news, Keenan Lonsdale, uh, you may know him as Wally West slash Kid Flash, is going to become a series regular on Legends of Tomorrow, according to Entertainment Weekly. So we've known this for a while We've talked about it, and this is we we keep saying it gets more and more official, and I think this is about as official as we're probably going to get. Yeah, he, and a series regular, which is a surprising part. We knew he was going to have a yeah. visit, um, but a series regular. I don't know if that just means for the rest of this year, or if they're planning to have him return next year. Uh, but what do you think of this news, Zach? I'm excited for it. I I really like him. I like the character of Kid Flash, and 
there really hasn't been that many opportunities for him to be doing stuff on the Flash TV show. And so, like we've said before, I think Legends is an absolute perfect fit for him, especially with, you know, Firestorm exiting with Jax and Stein being gone. There's a hole to fill, and I think I think he would fill it quite well, and maybe he'll be the start of that kind of rotating guest, or he'll be there even longer. Um, it looks like he's going to be there for a while if they're saying he's a series regular. And it says he's going to appear in episode 11 and then officially join the team in episode 13. Yeah, I definitely want to see more of this Wally and more of Kid Flash. I think Legends is probably a pretty good place to do that. I do have some concerns uh, just thinking of how I feel like a speedster would be able to handle 90 plus percent of their missions by himself. So I'm sure they've thought of that and think how they can fit in it, um, fit them in story wise to where they don't have to change anything uh, because you can't just write Wally out unless you take his take his powers away, take his speed away. Uh, basically, he'll always have his super speed and can, you know, if they're taking on a hundred Vikings, he could just knock them out in a second. So I think I'm sure they've thought about that. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see more of this Wally West explored, uh, and and see more from him. But I do I do kind of question. Just stepping back, I think it will make me like Legends of Tomorrow more. But like we talked about with Justice League wrap up the other day, now there's two shows that star a Flash, and you're also working on a Flash movie, kind of dilutes the flash brand a little bit um but you know i am glad to see more of wally yeah and you know i think they've they've done a pretty good job so far of handling overpowered characters on legends they're they're pretty good at coming up with excuses of why this week their power doesn't work or it's it's less powerful than it should be or anything like that so i'm sure they won't have any problem with that yeah maybe like you could do a, a magical a mystical threat that which might we might be getting this year to sort of prevent him from do something with his speed or make his speed less effective or something like that. I think you could do something with that. Yeah. Uh, last thing we got today is a website question from Anthony, and you can ask a question on dcdailydrop.com or Twitter, wherever you want to, to get it read on the air. But do you think we will see Green Lantern on Black Lightning, especially when they introduced Jon Stewart's sister? So I think this is in reference to uh, Lynn Pierce. Jefferson Pierce's ex-wife, her maiden name is Stuart. Um, and so I saw, I, I looked up at this, I looked this up and I saw some articles or at least one article that pointed out how Black Lightning just introduced Green Lantern and sister, stuff like that. I don't think that's the case. Lynn is not John's sister in DC canon, according to anything I could find. So if anybody has different information, let me know. I did some research. The only thing I found was one Wikipedia, wik, uh, wiki that said, Tony Isabella, the writer who created Black Lightning, intended for Lynn to be Jon Stewart's sister, but that was never established and never put in in canon anywhere or touched on anywhere in DC Comics. So unless I'm wrong, unless there's something out there, I don't think this is Lynn. Uh, I do like the reference to Jon Stewart, if, if it was was a reference to Jon Stewart, because he's a cool character. But Green Lan- I think Black Lightning would be the least likely show to introduce a Green Lantern, just because it's so grounded and introducing a, a space cop would be a strange fit for everything they're doing on the show right now yeah i i agree with you 100 percent. i think it's like you said i think originally tony isabella wanted it to be connected in some way but it hasn't really been connected and they i don't even remember i don't think they even mentioned her maiden name on the the first episode that we saw of black lightning um so there's nothing on the show about her being lynn stewart even as far or did they mention her main name i don't know i think so but it, it could just be that i remember it was Stuart, so that's yeah. how it clicked in but yeah uh, 
like you said, this is the least likely show to introduce something like Green Lantern. And I really don't think we're going to see Green Lantern on any of these these CW DC shows. I think he's just too big of a character, especially like effects wise. There's probably not a great way to do him on a TV budget or a TV timeline. And again, it kind of goes back to what we talked about over this weekend with the uh, the multiple different flashes and stuff too. Again, having Green Lantern and not having him be like a a big character, but just like a guest character, I think would take away from him the upcoming Green Lantern films that they're going to try to make. Yeah, I think I I know pretty much everyone uh, who's a DC fan wants to see Green Lantern in some form or fashion. Hopeful for a Green Lantern core film. If not, you know, I definitely want to see a Green Lantern show up somewhere in the near future. Um, but I would I think Black Lightning is just very unlikely because of the way they're. Uh, just everything about the show right now but a good question yep. interesting one uh that's all we've got for today thanks for listening if you want to do us a favor go to itunes or wherever you listen to podcasts leave us a review we greatly appreciate it <laughs>